everyone, welcome to Shalanda Says, where we answer questions on all sorts of topics ranging from relationships to career growth. Join us as we answer listener questions and interview various experts in their field. Want a question answered? Send it to Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. That's Shalanda at TuxWilderGuidance.com. Now here's your hostess and proclaimed queen of time management and goal setting, Shalanda. Today we have with us Natasha Oates, a relationship expert and licensed therapist. She is living proof that you can work to establish a healthy relationship despite generations of dysfunction within family ties. She also understands the challenges that come with balancing roles as a wife, parents, and a businesswoman. Natasha Oates has connected her passion for healthy relationships and work-life balance with education by getting her master's degree in mental, mental health counseling. She's a professional counselor. She has worked with couples and professionals in her private practice, EAP, and conferences. She supports families locally in Uptown Charlotte, North Carolina, as well as virtually online at the UP Company. Natasha's purpose of ending unhealthy family legacies is a reflection of what she continues to do in her own marriage. She is happily married to her husband of 10 years and counting, and they are very proud parents. And I thank you, Natasha, for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Shalanda. Yes, ma'am. And we're going to go ahead and jump into our first five questions, questions that all our experts are asked. The first question is, what drew you to this career? Oh, yes, that's, that's a great question. Um, specifically, as you, you read in my bio, um, for generations, I was seeing a pattern of just toxic and unhealthy marriages and relationships in my own family. And so when I became a wife myself, I really had a big responsibility to break that cycle without really having a roadmap, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so in, in breaking that cycle for myself, for my own family, um, it's a privilege to get to help other couples do that same work because mm -hmm. so many couples can relate to that of seeing, um, you know, growing up and, and, and not even knowing you know, where did it even start? Because they, you can see it in your grandparents and on and on and on. So um, in addition to that, just um, working in the human services field and balancing that, going to school and being a wife, um, I understand what burnout means. And I understand the work it takes to really take care of your wellness when you have so much going on. So that's really why I came to the field and really specialized in helping people who typically are helping everybody else um, really help oh, themselves. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's very important. Yeah. Because I think that as mothers, because I'm a mother myself, I'm a mother of four, we mm -hmm. tend to put everyone else's needs ahead of our needs. And we got to take care of ourselves in order to be healthy enough and sane enough to take care of everybody else and their needs. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and we don't always feel like we have that space 
to mm-hmm. say, I'm not okay. I'm too exhausted mm-hmm. that we have to put on this front and just push through um, until something really devastating might happen. Right. Yeah. I know for me personally, I'm just getting over having a fever for about two or three days. And I'm also mm-hmm. a military spouse. So my spouse is away and I have no family to help me take care of the kids. And so I just had to um, tell the kids, all right, guys, I need your help today because <laughs> mommy's not feeling yeah. well. Fortunately, they're old enough to pitch in. And I think that is where we can mess up a lot is we don't ask for help, even if it is from our children. Of course, it has to be age appropriate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But we still need to be able to ask for help from other people. Absolutely. That, that is so big and not taking it to mean that now we're weak, that, you know, what's wrong with you, that this is your responsibility. You should be able to as mom and as employee and as all these different roles do these specific things. Um, But we, we often keep these myths in our head that can prevent a person from getting the support they need. So I love that, you know, you are comfortable with, you know, allowing your children at, you know, when it's age appropriate to help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. It, it took me um, some time to get there, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. And I hope that we can spread this message to other women that we don't have to be super women. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to go close your door and just have some peace and quiet. It's really, it really is okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think there's a, a trick there mm-hmm. because it, it feels good to be a, a okay, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just say what I hear, a strong black woman to, okay. you know, be that super um, person. But it is a prison when you have tapped out, when you mm-hmm. really need the support. So right. um, I think on one hand, we glorify it because it sounds great until all the drop, the balls start <laughs> dropping. that we were jumping up in the air Mm -hmm. yeah now tell us what impact you hope to make you did touch on this but can you go into a little bit more detail about what impact you hope to make yeah I know I know there's there's starting to be more and more conversations around self-care and around the importance of taking care of our emotional wellness Mm -hmm. but in addition to not just feeling bad, not just feeling stressed out, mm-hmm. um, when we don't take care of our stress, it impacts our overall health. Mm-hmm. So if we are constantly just going at 10 with stress for long periods of time, we're more likely to develop diseases or to develop mental health conditions. So, you know, this is definitely a health crisis. And I want to make sure that people are aware that not only can self-care help you to feel better, help you to show up better in your relationships and at work and with your kids, but it is also really important for your overall health. Yes. Now think about everything you know in regards to this path you've chosen. In retrospect, Mm -hmm. what would you do differently, if anything? Hmm. Wow. Uh, I, I, I will say, I don't think I would do anything differently, even though, um, 
there are challenges. I don't know if we have any entrepreneurs listening. <laughs> there are challenges in going out and, um, you know, helping others in a way of building your own business. But uh, I am that much more stronger for it. And I'll tell you one thing that was really important for me on my journey of helping others and on my journey of creating this business to help people. I didn't want to lose my family and I didn't want to lose myself. Yes. So from the very beginning, I made that a priority. Excellent. Yeah. Great. That's great. You prioritize, you thought about the fact that you could get busy and Mm -hmm. some people do get busy with their business and Things, other things fall by the wayside, such as time with family. So that's great that you did prioritize what was important to you as you work towards your goals. Yeah, yeah, and I and I know for those who are who are entrepreneurs or just juggling so many things, you know, our path may not be as quick as someone else who doesn't have the different um, roles that we have. But at the end of the day, I never wanted to build a business that I hated or to build this wonderful platform and I lose my marriage. Wow. Yes. And so tell us what trends you see within your niche. This is a a great question. I'm seeing a lot of women who are killing the game at work like they have these high profile roles they um, have their own businesses and they look like they have it all together Mm -hmm. but they come into my office and they feel trapped by Mm -hmm. their own success Mm -hmm. the level of the amount of work that it takes the long hours um, not having good boundaries in place not having a self-care regimen they have developed this successful machine of misery for themselves. And that is a very disturbing trend. Wow. Yeah. The word that stood out to me just now is boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think that we don't always put boundaries on even our kids, just going back to children, children there, they need us so much. And, uh, it can be hard to give them boundaries because we feel like, okay, I'm a mom. I have to be there for my family all the time, but Mm -hmm. still have to put boundaries and just for our health, like you say, our health and for our mentality, our mental health. Yeah, that guilt trip is something. Yes, and, ma'am. <laughs> half of the time, it's not even the people. It's us in our own heads of what mm-hmm. we, we feel like we should be able to do, of what we don't want to, we don't want to leave someone in a bind, you know, all of those things. But the beautiful part exactly. about, I love that you're bringing up your children. Um, even with setting boundaries with them, they learn from us. We are a mirror for, for them that they they too need to have downtime. They need to be able to take care of their own wellness. They need to be able to say no. So when we don't and we always give in to our kids, we are communicating unintentionally mm. that it's okay not to have boundaries. Mm. That's a great point. Now, what advice would you like to offer listeners? 
Yeah. Um, very first thing is to know when you are wearing your mask, meaning you are keeping up a front so everybody else thinks that you're okay so that you won't burden the people that you care about. But on the inside, are you really just totally stressed, just really overwhelmed, um, really being honest with yourself about where you are versus I can handle it. You know, it's my responsibility. I'm going to just push through that. Those kind of thinking and thoughts keeps the mask on. And it's so dangerous for us to be in an intense state of needing support and nobody know it. So that's the very first thing I would say. Be aware of when you are really um, having the mask on as a part of your lifestyle and the way that you just move because that's really unhealthy. Yes. Excellent. Now, you are also an award-winning therapist and a keynote speaker. You're known for the number one love in your, excuse me, I'm sorry, you're known as the number one love and life coach for young professionals. Now, I want you to talk a little bit about that, how you work with young professionals. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I love the work that I do. Um, I work with lots of leaders and lots of um, young professionals who are juggling so much. Oftentimes, um, the people I see are young professional women of color, and they are more of the gym and the family that made it out, that became successful, that went to college, and everyone is relying on them. Mm-hmm. They are the strong one in the family, which means they don't feel they have the freedom and the support to be human and to have a down day and to get the support they need. So we create that safe space for them. And I, I just love the work because I understand when you help someone in a leadership role or you help someone who's the strong one in the family, mm-hmm. you are reaching so many more Um, Because they can better take care of their own wellness, they can better help the people around them. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. And lastly, I want to get into your signature topic, Power Moves, Three Tools of Self-Care for Success. Could you talk to us about that? Absolutely. So so we already talked about the first one. Mm -hmm. Just being completely honest with yourself on, am I fronting? Am I wearing this mask? Am I just stuffing everything down and acting like everything is okay? But when I get home, I'm crying under the covers. Mm. Hasn't gotten there. Um, The other part I like to uh, discuss is for many of us, we only can recognize when we have crossed our limit, when we are stressed, when we're at a 10. Right. Especially if you've been through some traumatic things or a lot of hardships in your life, it's kind of like you grow a very thick skin, which can help you get through a lot of things, but it also takes away you knowing and realizing when things are building and getting too much until it's just extreme. So another tip that I love to share is be in tune with your body Mm. because if you can't, if you can only tell that you are having stress when you're at a 10, that's really dangerous. But the body, even though you're disconnected, the body will always share what is happening. 
So we hold a lot of our stress, our trauma in our bodies. For some people, they break out when they have, uh, when they get stressed. For other people, they get knots in their stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always something going on with the body. Um, you might even find maybe you just start forgetting everything and you, you start losing things or you, you pace a lot. There's something going on that is an indicator of, okay, before this gets to the extreme end, I need to do some self-care. Mm-hmm. So for many people, they don't even know what they do. They have to pay attention. So pay attention to what you're, when your body is letting you know that you need a break. Excellent. That's excellent advice for how to how to recognize stress in oneself, the pacing. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people might think that stress will come out in health problems, but it can come out in everyday behavior, like you said, with the pacing and being mm-hmm. forgetful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you know, it, it's just really helpful to track that so that you're not always you know, at a 10 when you notice that, oh, we need to do something or, oh, we need to support her. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, now, would you like to add anything else before I do our quote of the week? Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll give one more tip too. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to imagine a fence. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us have our guards all the way up. Um, people, maybe even your family have taught us not to trust. And so sometimes that comes out in when we need the support, we don't even have close relationships with people where we feel comfortable to reach out and ask for help. Mm. So that same wall that protects us from people who may um, betray our trust or not support us is the same wall that prevents people who really want to be there for us that keeps them out so so be really aware of do you have your wall up to where most of your relationships are only surface level Mm. are you are you really the only person that reaches out to someone or do you really have um at least a few relationships where it's reciprocated um that is something i see a lot with um the, the people that the young professionals that I serve, they are the go-to person, but they don't have someone that they go to. Yes. Yeah. It's very important to have a support system. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and another thing, this is really preventative work. So this is to prevent major health and major mental health crisis down the road. Mm. And even for those who are experiencing mental health conditions who are living with that, um, getting treated is, is a big part of it, but also having a support system. That's the other huge factor. So I think it's something that we take for granted. Yes. All right. And you also have an event coming up in October. Could you tell us about that? Absolutely. So um, October 4th through the 7th, we're having the Love That Last Fall Retreat. And it's really for couples who feel like they've been busy doing everything except spending time with their spouse or their significant other. So um, it's really going to be a lot of fun. Um, We're going to have a dance lesson. We're going to have some phenomenal relationship experts. 
romantic picnic, vow renewal ceremony, just, just so much in one weekend. So definitely make sure you go online to love that last.org. Um, at the end of February, we will be done with the early bird. So you want to go ahead and get that, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm so excited to have you guys uh, potentially come on out. Okay. Excellent. And I'll put all that in the description and we'll try to set up some links as well. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. So we're going to get into the quote of the week. And this one comes from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And he says, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Mm. Profound. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, as we close, Natasha, will you tell us how to contact you? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Natasha Inspires. Um, Also, if you feel like you need a little bit more than this, you want a deeper dive, you can definitely set up a coaching appointment at our website. Um, That's myname.com. So www.natashaoats.com. And I would love to see how I can be helpful. Okay. Well, thank you for such an informational interview today. And thank you for your time and you enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shalanda Says. Remember to send your questions to shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com, shalanda at tookswaterguidance.com to have them answered by myself and an expert guest. And don't forget to subscribe and share. And as always, have a productive day.